good stuff, huh? Is that what we're doing? Oh, that's disappointing. If you go out there and... <laughs> Just made the bomb go. I wish I'd say no video. Performing their very special performance for one time only of Crashy Bongo. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome from Dayton, Ohio, We are live. Good evening and welcome to the Drum Corps Podcast. My name is David Keller and we're here to talk about the dumpster fire that was 2020. Um, I hope you guys are having a really good evening. Uh, I'm, I'm really tired. It's my first year teaching. Um, we're going to kind of be a little bit more relaxed tonight and kind of chill a bit. Um, I'm going to toss it over to Gareth real quick and then we'll introduce our panel. And yeah, I hope you guys have a great time tonight. Well, first, I just like to say uh, you said was, and uh, just like to point out, we still got a couple more months of 2020. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, it's an election first, year, uh, so we know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, That's including like an election. Like we just um, left the dumpster fire, and there's one in the distance, and we're like, ooh, ooh, I got to do yeah, something make about sure, that one. Make sure you know how you're going to vote. Um, get your mail-in ballots. Uh, I don't know what's y'all states are doing but i requested mine in virginia already um yeah more about the pod um i just want to say that the first episode of lights out um is now live on spotify apple or wherever you listen to podcasts and the second part of episode one uh should be dropping tomorrow um so we're really excited about that um really hyped to be giving you more content through uh that platform um, and we'll be posting uh, links to that later. So if you can't find it, just uh, check out check out our social media. Um, but without further ado, uh, I guess we should start introducing our wonderful guests. Uh, we got Joey, Kira, and Jordan Moo here. Um, Charbel His will name's be... Jordan. <laughs> Charbel will uh, hopefully be joining us uh, in a bit. He just had a rehearsal end, I think. Um, so, um, Kira, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you were going to be doing uh, this summer? You're muted. <laughs> Hello. I know. <laughs> uh, I'm Kira. Uh, I march. I have been involved with Cascades 2015 through 2019, and 2020 was supposed to be my golden year age out. And I was a uh, callback at Santa Clara Vanguard, but the season got canceled before I either got cut or got a contract. So it's kind of a weird level, but not level spot to be in. <laughs> my boy, Moo, yeah. what's up? 
I'm sorry. All right. Hey, how's it going? I'm Jordan uh, Farrow, but I go by Moo. Um, I don't have any drum corps experience. I was actually supposed to march uh, uh, Spirit of Atlanta. I had a contract previously, but that didn't work out. Um, but I've marched uh, the past three years at Liberty University Indoor Drumline and uh, actually just started my first year teching at their march event uh, this year. So the purpose of tonight's episode, one, is not just to do a giant Liberty group because... I can guarantee the three of us do not want to talk about Liberty more than we have to. Uh, But what we are going to talk about tonight is just kind of this year in general, Um, because it's, it's been a really weird year. Um, A lot of, a lot of things have happened. I know like the comment, like the description for this episode is kind of crazy. It's like COVID everywhere, murder hornets, tiger King. Like whenever I, I like talk through somebody, just like the, like random, just like news headlines from this year. And it's it's kind of crazy all the things that actually happened. And to kind of get serious into like, you know, we're losing friends to COVID kind of left and right as well. Like for those that don't know, Moo actually just got out of the hospital today for having COVID. So let's clap it up for Moo, who's healthy now. Um, so like it's very real. Um, and as like three of us are from the Lynchburg area on this call, we had a riot in our area back when the George Floyd stuff was going on. So, like, there's a lot of craziness that happened this year, and there is no way that any of us could have escaped it. Um, but tonight, we're going to kind of just talk about the lens of drum corps uh, from various perspectives and members and stuff like that. Because uh, we have uh, Joey, a rookie, getting in. We have Moo, who was on the indoor scene, who uh, was my old indoor group, and they literally had, like, six days, and then their season was over at some point, like, two weeks before finals. Um, Kira was going for another core and as she said feeling something different uh, for those that don't know Charbel Charbel is the current horn sergeant for cadets and like that's was a, it's a crazy thing to have that and then Gareth got his first teaching job at Music City this year so we're going to kind of spend the first 30 minutes of this episode kind of talking us and organizations and then the back half we're just going to kind of get a bit more serious about kind of like how our summer was um, so I might might do a little bit of a trigger warning for that back half. We weren't going to get too dark and too serious. It's just, it was a rough year for some people. And we don't want to like shy away from some of that stuff. Because if you had a rough year, you're not alone in that. Um, I guess I'll start real quick. Um, I am 28. So I'm not teaching or marching or doing anything. So this summer very much eluded me. Uh, the only drum corps thing I did was start a podcast. Because I went, I want to talk band. And I got to meet some awesome people this summer. Um it's been a yeah it's been a weird like super sad summer but this at least drum corps was still the light in my life and it was still kind of enjoyable to have you know i want to say publicly thank you to gareth and cyrus for like helping this kind of go well and so i guess we'll toss it over to uh i guess we'll go gareth real quick and stay with the host and then we'll like toss it over to our guests and kind of let it stay more on them for the next 30 minutes so gareth uh you said this was going to be your first summer of music and mystique right how are you feeling about like being on the um, teaching side after aging out? Uh, Music City Drum Corps. <laughs> oh, so sorry. I'm used to, but yes. It just flows off the tongue. My bad. <laughs> indoor was on your mind. Uh, yeah, no worries. Um, I was going to be a, a high brass intern there um, over the summer, but um, obviously we didn't make it past a couple camps. Um, so I got a really great experience. Um just being at a camp and uh, getting to interact with the students um, and learned a lot about teaching. Um, 
but yeah, it was, it was, uh, I was really bummed once the season, uh, was canceled. Um, and we were able to keep, keep some things going, um, as a staff, you know, talking about how, how can we, um, keep some of the students engaged with our brass program? Um, and how can we do it in a way that is exciting and not really like a, a chore or um, assignments that need to be turned in, um, especially since, um, you know, we had no idea, you know, people were coming from all over the country, all over the world, um, experiencing all different things. Um, so there's also like sort of an ethical side there of, you know, how much um, pressure do we put on any of them? Um, but yeah, I think as a staff, um, we tried to um, keep keep sort of the the core kind of family vibe going, um, and maybe to a lesser extent, um, try to teach some brass, um, try to get people playing. Um, so, not as successful a summer as we would have liked, <laughs> but uh, I, I think overall uh, the the organization is uh, is looking strong, and hopefully. Uh, Next year, we'll be able to, to put a show on the field two years from now. Um, and I think it's going to be an awesome show. <laughs> that is such a sad but truthful statement to hold. Like, we're, we at least we as a podcast are officially, unofficially convinced we're not going to have a, a summer next year in some capacity or if we're even going to have indoor. So it's just like, it's just a weird time, man. Uh, and speaking of indoor, I'm going to toss it over to Moo. Um, and we're going to talk about like, at least in my mind, the saddest week of the year. And that's saying oh. a lot. So much happened this year. And I don't, I don't want to discredit anything. I'm not trying to make a statement or anything. Because I admit a lot of politics happened this year. And a lot of stuff is still happening. So there's probably going to be a year sadder than this. But like, as an alumni of... Uh, for those that don't know, um, Liberty University is a college that has some problems. Liberty University Indoor Drumline is a really good organization that has some really awesome people in there. And that's where I marched my four years of indoor. I got, I met people like Moo, Tyler Lofton, Tyler Crocker. He just went off to the Marines. I got a, like my wife marched with that ensemble. I love that group a lot. Uh, last year, they just got fifth place in PIO. And so they're like feeling feeling it. I'm, you know what? I, I'm, I could hype this up all day because I'm so proud of you guys. Moo, why don't you take over and uh, talk, talk about like that week and like how you guys felt. Yeah, it was it was just uh just going off like what you said like we just PY, uh, PIO we just got fifth place in 2019 and so we're, like we're feeling good like uh going into this season and we're actually like having a good season and like uh and like you know like our our whole mindset going into this season was just like yo like metal or nothing like you know like we just got fifth place like it's time to like up that up you know and so like going into this year we were just like yo we have to go hard and uh, we we honestly did go hard and it, it came down to literally like the last, uh, you know, like the last stretch, you know, like uh, we had AIE finals coming up in like a week. And then Dayton was like two weeks after that. And uh, we just got our highest, like our highest score, which is like at the time, like uh, I, don't, I hate to do like the rankings thing, but like it was like the third highest score at the time. So we were achieving our goal. And then just for, you know, honestly, I'm going to say from my point of view, I definitely was like in denial. I was like, you know what? Like, it's fine. Like, like they're not going to cancel Dayton. There's no way, you know? So like, we were just like, <laughs> we were just like, you know, let's just keep pushing and keep pushing. And then like, you know, it, it happens. Like WGI releases a statement like, hey, we're going to cancel this season. 
and uh and then like it, it was crushed you know because like hey like we worked so hard we just got our highest score in spartanburg like our wgr regional and then it just like it ended and like i knew i was crushed and like I, I definitely like lost like my spirit for a little, for like a little while in time over the summer. Well, cause y'all have like just gotten your floor too, which is like a lot of ensembles. Like that's what made it sadder to me was like seeing all these groups. Cause like, uh, I know the California groups, their finals are like after Dayton. And so a lot of groups like mid April is like when most of us finish, but some folks go on for like another week or two afterwards. So they get their props later in the season. And so like, I was seeing like Liberty just got their floor um, I got some friends from, uh, I'm blanking on names stuff like the Pennsylvania crew from like the C2 staff and stuff like their indoor groups had like just got it. And like the Friday after COVID was, was like, we're canceling the season. I just see boxes of here's a new uniform. Great. Oh, man. Yeah. Great. And yeah, like, we had just got our floor. Yeah. Yep. It's and uh, so like, how was, I know you were in the now, like how was the rest of the group? Did you guys um, and, like, how did you guys end your season? Um, did you just, call it quits right there or did you guys keep going for a little bit longer well like uh so after wgi ended uh i know aia tried to uh at least hold another uh like hold their AIA finals and like that didn't work out but like we told our director uh mr uh, tommy guy shout out mr guy uh we wanted to like we wanted to perform our show our show is it's called one last time and we wanted to perform our show one last time and so um, we ended up uh, hosting our own like just send off show or goodbye show for the uh, for the season, and like it was very like hard. Like our show was called like one last time, like I said, and so like it's a very hard uh, heartfelt show. And so like it was a very emotional show. I just remember like the whole closer. I cried, I cried the whole closer. Yeah, I had to go to a wedding that day, and I'm kind of kicking myself for not going to that one because like to make it even crazier, um, you guys were supposed to have your last day on Sunday. And then, like, I woke up Saturday morning and got, like, a text from somebody saying, hey, Liberty season's ending in six hours. I'm like, wait, what? Like, I had planned to go in to, like, buy you guys a bunch of stuff and be, like, that kind of alumni. And, like, Aww. I couldn't even get my day rescheduled to, like, go see you guys. And, like, it was just. It was, yeah. I think, like, uh, they had, they, like, uh, Mr. Goddard put that show together in, like, a week. Like, uh, once, like, everything was canceled and we told him we wanted to do it, like, uh, do the show again, he was just like, all right, let me scramble and put something together. And, like, he did it. He pulled it off. He pulled it off. And we, like, we got it done. And, like, I'm grateful. Like, it was a whole production. Like, a lot of people showed up to it, actually. And it was it was definitely, like, something heartfelt. And it was, it was, it was beautiful in a, in a time that was, that was crazy. So, I guess, uh, as we transition to the other folks, I guess I know Joey – uh, doesn't have a ton of friends past, like, I guess, Pat that knew the indoor scene, but I guess kind of, um, and if you heard anything about it, I guess Gareth and Kira, how was it watching your friends just suffer as their season just ended? Cause I know like drum corps ended at that time, but like drum corps didn't start like that. We were like in a finals push. So like, I just, I'm just kind of curious what y'all's, what, like as observers, um, it, how it felt to you guys. So my best friend lives in Ohio and she was marching with Cap City and I so good yeah and also hi Shelby I know she's gonna listen to this later so I'm gonna say hi now (laughs) 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 but um, I think a couple weeks before it all shut down I had like surprised her with flowers like I messaged her mom on Facebook and was like can you get her some flowers for me like I'll mail you a card and give it to her at the show and I was planning on doing something like that for finals and 
the day it got canceled, she was just so upset. And I was like hurting for her. Like, I don't, I don't know WGA. I didn't even know WGA existed until I started marching drum corps, but I've always admired it. Well, since I found out about it, <laughs> I thought it was really cool. And it was her age out for indoor too. So it was just, it, I know it was really hard on her. What about you, Gareth? Because I know you knew some Bluecoats folks that like were probably marching for like, and a lot of that world-class stuff, like I don't, I don't want to knock Cap City, but a lot of those guys, like they push for that age out to like go march to like Dream Indoor Group. I know a lot of folks that moved for WGI. Did you know anybody that were moving across the country for stuff like that? Uh, for WGI? Just, yeah, just like through WGI. Like how was it from like of your friends and stuff like that? Cause I know you know a lot of folks in the guard community. Um, and so like, I'm kind of curious how like that side of things took it. Yeah. I know. Like, uh, I mean like even, even a lot of our friends that march, uh, like AMP, I think, uh, drive like hours and hours, uh, every weekend. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's a super big deal for them. Um, and I mean, I, I, I feel like I was witnessing sort of like a really, just like a group dealing with loss and tragedy <laughs> over the internet, uh, which is really weird to see uh, over Facebook. Um, this yeah. sort of like community de dealing with like a traumatic event that just like they're all their planning and future expectations are uh, taken away in a, in a matter of hours days a couple posts it felt like a, um, it felt like a funeral that lasted like two weeks like it's it was so it was so weird but so i guess we'll go to kind of continue the sad train choo choo um for those that don't know this is joey silverthorn um super proud of this kid i taught him at rustburg for three years where i've been was just assistant director and now he's all grown up and in college um, and I just want to introduce him a little bit with this because like, I, he's one of my, like, I know we're not supposed to have favorite students, but he's one of the ones that pushed me a lot. And it, I was super encouraging of him. Cause like last, uh, I knew I was moving schools. I'm at a different school in the County now for a full-time job. And Joey walked up to me and went, Mr. Keller, I want to march drum corps. And I'm like, yo, that's awesome. You're where you're probably going to get cut your first time. Right. And he went, I don't care. I'll go march anywhere. And I went, I'm working a few. And so for like the next three, four months, his mom and I like worked on like getting him drum court up. We went to cadets and crown together. Like audition. Finally he got at Raiders. Um, and like, I'm just super proud of him for getting that. Cause he's actually like my first student to go get a drum court contract. And so like, I was like all cheery. And so like, I guess like I was living vicariously through him. And then like he messaged me one day with, that GCI was ending a lot and like, I'll let Joey take it from here, but that's just, so Joey's going to be talking about like, as a rookie, I guess, Joey, I set you up with this. How was it when like you finally got what you've been working for? Like, I think you and I, we logged like 600 miles or something. And then your parents yeah. drove right back up to New Jersey. And like, how was like that as a rookie? And then how was that with your parents? like explaining all this thing that you just worked for just ended. Like, how was that in your household? Yeah. So, um, being my first year, well, I kind of had a strange like rookie, 
like audition season, I guess, because kind of like uh, David said, like uh, one day I kind of just Mr. decided. Oh, OK. I kind of just no, decided don't, to don't do, do it. That. Don't do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, I was kind of trying to just decide where I wanted to go or try out at first. Um, I didn't really expect to, you know, make it at Crown or, you know, uh, one of the top cores or anything like that. But I was mainly just going for experience because I knew it would improve my skills a lot and stuff. And I would get a good, get some good insight. But um, anyway, so I, I, I went to Crown for a couple of camps, went to Cadets for a camp. And then um, Char Bell kind of, introduced me to the Raiders that's where he started and uh I ended up going there and getting a contract my first camp because uh you know they're uh Raiders this year especially was kind of just struggling to find members in general um but yeah I mean I just I fell in love with with that core and all the people there I was just making such good friendships and you know, when when COVID started getting bad in the States, uh, you know, I was just I was hoping and praying that, you know, it wasn't going to affect the season. And we really didn't think it was going to at first. But as it as it got worse, we kind of saw it coming. I remember the last camp that I went to, I think it was in February. Um, you know, that was just kind of uh, what everyone was talking about was that, you know, we were going to be online after that or you know we were at least weren't going to be able to have in-person camps for a while and then you know it ended up like a week after that camp um which i was actually scared that week because i i caught the flu while i was at camp and i was like oh lord uh, i thought i might have had covid but I did, I did, you <laughs> false didn't, you didn't tell me that yeah um but uh where was i so yeah and then like a week after that camp uh, you know, DCI announced that the season was canceled and I was pretty devastated at first. I mean, I, I was really looking forward to it. At the same time, I try not to be like too pessimistic about it and just look at it kind of as like an opportunity, like it is what it is, you know, just take the time to improve and work on different things. And, you know, next season, whenever that is, you know, I'll go, you know, audition for some other cores and uh, see if I can, uh, you know, improve myself. Yeah. We were, um, we had like a, uh, like a band chat with like, uh, that like everyone can kind of talk to each other when, and that was like how Joey and I would communicate. Cause I was giving him private lessons. So we were like touch, talking each other back and forth. And by private lessons, I mean, I was giving him drum corps lessons. So I play drums and Joey plays trumpet. So like it was really funny. Our band director would like tell him to play something, and I would just walk and be like, "Yeah, that, but louder, um, drum corps." And um, like we were working on step sizes and stuff like that. And I just remember I got a message from him one day, and it was like the saddest message I've ever got in my entire life. And it was just, "Do you really think my season is about to be canceled?" And I was just like, "Oh," like and then like two days later it ended. And so like it was just one of those. I don't know. I just it just broke my heart because he'd been working so hard for it. Oh and... man, the biggest shame of of them all is that I had the pure imagination trumpet solo, and I never got to play it. Oh man, oh, no. devastating, devastating. <laughs> Dang. So we just heard from the rookie side of things, and we've heard from staff and indoor stuff. 
And now we got kind of that like wandering trademan, like the wandering salesman type thing of just like um, with Kira, who kind of didn't really feel like she had a home. Um, she, as she mentioned, she marched four scenes of Cascades and then just wanted to go try something different. And I let Kira take it from there to kind of talk about your your uh, your winter and how it was kind of an interesting time. I do want to clarify, I do have a home. Cascades will always be my home, but <laughs> a home away from home was what I was looking for. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, my bad. My bad. So, it's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, the past three years, I have auditioned at my dream core, which was a different one. It was a blue one. That's as far as I'm going to go into that. And I was feeling really good about <laughs> Garrett. Gar knows actually that's how gareth and i met um but uh i was going through like the audition process and i was feeling really excited about you know making my dream core and then i got cut in january and i was like oh no like what am i gonna do now like this is my age out like i would like to march out one of these top groups i mean scores personally to me i don't really care about scores i care about having a good experience and that's that's like the only important thing to me and I was like, oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. And um, so I sent emails to, like, I think, like, five different cores. And Vanguard reached out, and they're like, yeah. Or they responded. And they're like, yeah, we'd love to hear you play. And I was like, oh, boy, okay. And so I, like, they invited me to February camp. And I, like, instantly fell in love with it. Like, I'm kind of mad that I didn't audition sooner. <laughs> um, but I was, like, super excited. And at the end of or like a few couple days after February camp, um, I got the email saying like, hey, we really liked you, but we'd like to see like a little bit more growth. So we're gonna invite you to, Feb uh, to March camp. And I was like, okay, like I can do this, super pumped. And then we were doing assignments and stuff. And then before March camp, they, well, they canceled March camp. And then um, when the season got canceled, I like instantly messaged, like emailed the brass caption head. I'm like, what's, like, what am I gonna do? Cause they, actually had a um zoom meeting with the full cord like i think a couple hours before dci announced it and they're like hey this is this is what's coming down like the season's canceled everyone like you have the option to either like maintain your contract or like dip but that sounded not nice but you know what i'm trying to say yeah it's, uh, it's, it's 2020 there's, and there's, there wasn't really a yeah. lot of positive ways to spend some of the parts of this year you know and it's yeah kind of why we're and, having these conversations because it's like that is a weird spot you know of like i know um i'm hoping Sharbo gets to join at some point and uh, he's probably stuck in traffic because he actually is one of the few lucky folks that gets the worker band i'm a little jealous right now because uh where joey moo and i live we're not no one's really doing band right now but uh i, I know one of the, the opinion that this is the safe decision but i don't think anyone should be doing anything right now but that's my my we'll say there are there are not a lot of COVID cases transferring a band because I know a lot more band directors are taking it serious than football coaches and stuff. So I'll say that. Uh, kidding? No. Um, just I, I work my opinion. <laughs> no, I, no, I got you. But um, because it's just like because uh, we were talking about like how some organizations are doing. Like, how do you consider yourself a member? And I know a lot of them are just kind of like, well, they didn't march a season. But then other groups are like, but you got a contract, you're in. And I feel like that's was kind of an interesting spot for you, Kira, because like you didn't even get to find out if you were in or not. Like you were just like, it sounds like you were close, 
but like one of those i hope i generally hope you get next summer to find out just how close you were and if you can actually go get that goal because i know you and i talked a lot about how like that ambiguousness like really messed with you a little bit if you don't mind sharing like a little bit about it yeah yeah no so like i was saying after the zoom meeting i like instantly emailed the brass caption head and it was like hey mark i don't know what my situation is like does this just mean i'm cut because that's totally fine if that's i i was just like stressing like what am i gonna do because i know a lot of cores were planning on probably keeping their members like their contracted members I'm like do i have to go through another audition season being a bonus bonus year age out like like that for 2021 <laughs> a bonus bonus year age out yeah 20 <laughs> start calling I, them platinum years or something <laughs> that's a good idea but i um, heard it here first it's not a golden year it's a platinum year <laughs> yeah but they uh he emailed back and he's like don't worry like your contract status like whatever it was it's maintained so you'll just continue the audition project process in the fall so i still have to continue with audition but i'm i'll be closer than the people auditioning for the first time and um after that they kind of i'm sure like the brass the 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 staff all kind of talked about like, Hey, how are we going to do this? And a couple of weeks later, they sent out an email saying, Hey, if you want to maintain your contract, like here's all the things you need to do. If you want to like continue on in the audition process, you have to do pretty much all the same things that the contracted members are doing. So the whole summer, like we had all these really fun projects to do actually. But the first one we did, we had to record ourselves doing clowns and I personally didn't feel very comfortable doing that just like for me and like my morals I guess like I didn't earn a position in the court yet that's the key word <laughs> but I didn't earn a position in the court and it almost felt disrespectful for me to be a part of that specific video and the Melotech I was working with totally got that and that was really nice and then the rest of the assignments we did um, I actually participated in um they're really cool, actually. We would have, oh, he's here. Um, but we would have, um, we would get put into groups of like eight or nine. And they're like, and we would have a tech assigned to us. And they're like, pick 30 to 60 seconds of any Vanguard show ever and just do something with it. Like it could be arranging it. You could do like choreography to it. Like it, there was a not much like structure to it. It was more creative and getting to know people in other sections and like still coming up with something, but it was more bonding stuff than actual like assignments really. And we got, we would have um, weekly brass brunch on Fridays where we just literally got to hang out with the staff and other brass members like we made jokes it was actually really fun i think they focused more on kind of bonding the family like the whole vanguard family stuff more than getting better i know at one of our oh and we would have um weekly talks with various people and we had talks with um matt harloff like we had talks with all these incredible people like alumni we had like three different history nights um and those were like once a week and those were really cool because before this like like i said i didn't really know what drum corps or wgi or any of this was until like a few years ago when i started doing it like so i didn't know any of the history of any of the groups just 
like what I've seen between 2015 and now like that's pretty much all I knew about the group so it was really cool to get this background info that I had no idea existed I mean I'm not I should for a history major I really should have done my research because that would be really interesting and something that interests me but I haven't <laughs> um, but I just really liked liked that they put the focus more on that as opposed to like hey make sure you're keeping up with all your assignments and all that because I know for me like I'm a more emotional person I like feeling better <laughs> about things um, and one of the things that came up out of this was um, the the tubas had a uh, Minecraft server and they opened it up to everyone <laughs> so we have the SCV Minecraft server and I got Minecraft specifically to join the server because I wanted to make friends and we're now going to put the, IP um, the only thing I do in, in Minecraft chat, is so. have a pretty garden I was just saying we're going to put the IP address no in we are chat. not <laughs> also I think they're like changing it or something I don't know what's going on but so you're, um, you, you do gardens when you, when you play there uh, yes I make pretty gardens and I adopt all the cats I don't do anything else really but um it's really fun. I shout out to like the squad for like teaching me Minecraft because I don't I don't get it really. But I have I've had a lot of fun nights just kind of hanging out with them and getting into some shenanigans. Um, I think I'm up to nine cats now. Oh, my first cat, Rick Biscuit. His name was Biscuit. He was very cute. I went to pet him, but I had a sword no! in my hand, so I killed. <laughs> F in the chat for I'm putting, biscuit. I'm putting an F in the chat. <laughs> That's F in the chat for bis biscuit. Oh, yeah. You risked it That's for the so biscuit. Sad. Hey, Sharpe. The... Hey, Sharpe. It's good to see you, man. Hey, how are you guys? Doing good. I want to apologize. I'm driving home. I just got done teaching band. It's all good. Be safe. You're accelerating on the right foot like a good cadet, so it's all good, man always yeah so mm -hmm. i guess uh instead of like rehashing what your core group did because i'm guessing it's kind of similar to the other ones we'll start moving into like the kind of how we as people did um where i guess this is kind of falls to you as like as a leadership um how did you as like a horn sergeant and like just as a person do this year um i know you and i talked a bit and you feel like you grew a lot but like how was that being in that like pretty distinguished position of like the cadets horn sergeant in a year where you didn't march like so and then like how were you acting with other members and like what did you guys do with that during the summer yeah so um i guess that's a, that's a lot to kind of unpack um my bad so no no it's cool <laughs> kind of like uh, i'll i'll work my way through it so i i, I guess I, I could talk about it from um the cadet perspective and a lot of this is just uh, the ideologies that, that we like to teach here um, and uh, leadership in general, in my opinion, you, you, you have to always be on it. Um, you always have to keep a, a sane face and you always have to be that person that people look up to. So like if you give off the impression that you're, you know, you're lost or hopeless, or you don't really know what's happening or your life is a mess and that's going to translate directly to the members. Like, especially when you're supposed to be this kind of like beacon of hope for them, if that makes sense. Um, so I, I kind of knew immediately, well, the first thing I knew is like, okay, season's canceled. So uh, there's, there's no way we're going to take, take time off. I mean, it was like, okay, this is getting canceled. So 
how are we going to adapt? And it was kind of like, okay, see you, see you in a week for rehearsal, you know? Um, and with that, cadets. it's, sorry, that's the most cadets thing ever. Hey, season's right. canceled. Uh, box starts <laughs> in 10 minutes. Right. Well, it, and we made sure that not to overwhelm the members and there, uh, there's a very efficient way to, to go about doing that. Um, nice. and it's, it's a, it's a lot about, you know, like we have a very rich history We're the oldest currently competing drum corps. So we're going to make sure that people understand that history and bring in a lot of the alumni. And, um, so yeah, but so talking from a leadership perspective, like a, a big, big thing with my philosophies is that you always need to, well, first we got to make sure that we're not hypocrites and we always need to lead by example. Um, but if I'm giving someone advice on how they should kind of get through something or how they should be handling themselves then I have to live by that myself and I, I have to make sure that I'm always on it and I'm always doing my part and I'm always doing my job. Um, so in terms of the season getting canceled, like what we, what we like to tell people about the cadets is like, we're going to do this until they tell us we can't do it anymore. Right. And then as soon as the season got canceled, it's like, okay, they're telling us that we can't have a tour. Right. But like, what would you do if you had 365 more days of rehearsal? Like what if you got to the end of the season, you had 365 more days. And it's like, I guarantee you no other group is going to be doing what we're doing. And what we always do here is we always outwork everybody. That's what, that's, that's like kind of what we pride ourselves on and doing it smartly and making sure that our members are getting taken care of. Um, so there wasn't, there wasn't any like, uh, like moping around <laughs> at, at the cadets. There wasn't any, um, no one really took it too, too harshly. It was kind of like, okay, this happened. Um, if you are having difficulties with that, of course, we're going to help you through that and we're going to work with you. But at the end of the day, you've got to pick your head up and we just got to get to work. Um, cause there's, there's a lot that we have to do. And especially after the, the transitions that we've that we've kind of been through i'm gonna park here real quick in the past few years um we can't really afford to take a season off we can't afford to take time off yeah. um especially if we want to get back to where we need to be but yeah it's it's if you're if you're if you're in leadership and if you're marching in a group and you're you're a person in a position where members rely on you 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 got to practice what you preach and you got to be that one to hold everything together because as soon as you start to as soon as you start to um, show weakness or show that you don't have it together, you don't know what you're doing, then that's going to cause some real serious issues in, in your horn line. And I guess we'll kind of open up to a conversation now because thank you to our guests for kind of sitting through a lot. There's a lot of stories to tell this year and a lot of personal stuff. Um, so the back half of this, we're going to kind of move on to just a conversation, like an open-ended one for a lot of folks. Uh, I know we got some talking points, um, but not a really – lot of direction we're just going to kind of talk about how like we did this year um i know i guess i'll start it off and like this was like a really rough year for me um as i mentioned uh, i worked over at a rustbrook middle school for the last two years and i worked as an at ia or like a paraprofessional like with kids um on a one-on-one -on -one daily basis uh well not one-on-one -on -one, my bad i just i was working with kids um pretty consistently and like I didn't get to say goodbye to my kids and that like really messed with me. Like, um, like Joey and I stayed in touch after he graduated. Um, and I know, and my center snare, like about a week after he graduated, he, we reached out and started talking and like writing and stuff like that. So like I had like some of my like high school kids that like were out of school and I could talk to, I was still talking to those band parents, but like the middle school kids I was working with, I like never got to say goodbye. And then I got a new job across the county and like, I never got to say goodbye to like my coworkers except for like some of them. So it was like a, it was just a really weird year. And then I quarantined cause Lynchburg didn't take this stuff seriously. And 
I was just by myself like all summer. And those that know me, and if you only knew me, know me from the podcast, you know, I talk a lot. And like, I just was by myself like most of the year. And that was just, that sucked. Like I'm having a lot of like negative effects now that like, I'm thinking I'm going to start. Like I looked at my wife, just to be honest, looked at my wife today and went, you need to call a therapist for me. Like I need to go start talking to somebody pretty consistently. Cause like I've been trying to get a handle on it and it's, it's hit a point that as a sped teacher, I kind of know people's limits and that's kind of my job. And I know I've, I'm getting close to mine where it's going to be like borderline irreversible um, for like a long period of time. So it's one of those, that's just, it's been a really rough year. I got a job. Um, I'm super excited. There's a lot of really great stuff. Uh, this podcast, we've, ooh, Oh, we got some news to share with you guys in like a week or two when I can finally reveal some things that we know that like, I got to do this. I got to hang out with Gareth. I got to do a lot of cool things with people. Um, but that's kind of me, I guess. Like, does anybody want to start talking about them or like maybe ask questions for each other? Cause like, I know Gareth, I got to see you a lot this summer. Um, and I, I know you had some stuff but like Moo, Joey, Kira, Charbel, I guess anybody just want to like, how was y'all summer? Did you guys learn any new skills? Um, I tried new snapping techniques and I got some of those down pretty good. I can now do the whole like, I can now do the whole three tone thing of snapping pretty well. But like, uh, how, how was y'all summer? Did you, what, what, and what'd y'all do? Um, for me, uh, I practiced a lot of guitar and uh, I learned how to solve a Rubik's cube in under 30 seconds. And uh, as far as drum corps goes, I really just uh, kept working on my fundamentals because I know that's what I need the most work on. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Well, when you have to do drum corps because you guys just played music and stuff. So like, what were some, like, were you just working on fundamentals or were you working on any pieces particularly? Uh, well, I had some pieces when I was going through auditions for, uh, like Liberty bands, like, you know, um, the spirit band and stuff like that, which I, I didn't end up, uh, doing, but, um, so I learned some, some music for that. And then, um, some stuff for church. I even learned a couple of trumpet parts for church. Nice. Um, but yeah, and I did a whole lot of like learning guitar and starting to pick up electric and whatnot. I will say this, just funny thing, um, Gareth, you you will laugh at this. Um, so when Joey was auditioning for spots, and I think I told this to Charbel as well, uh, he picked a random etude, um, and then was mm. it Crown or Cadets that had it in their? It was Cadets that was, had in their. I think it was Cadets. Yeah. yeah. And so he was working on this etude, and I went, "Hey man, uh, just learn it. There's a bazillion etudes. They're not gonna know this one." They might know it, but like, just get it close enough. You're going to be all right. Like, that's all they care about for auditions. And then like, he showed me the cadet pack and I'm like, uh, why is your music in here? And he went, that's not my music. I was like, Ooh, okay. Take everything I just said and ignore it. You got to get this perfect now. Cause they know what you're looking yeah. for. Cadets was, uh, especially rough for me. Cause that was the one where like, I was planning on going to crown again for, I think it was January. Um, and you're and like, I want to step off on the right foot, but. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I, like a week before I was like, you know what, let me just go a completely different route. And then I ended up, I think I had to uh, get in touch with Charbel to get the packet and stuff like that. Cause I was so late. 
But yeah, that one was really rushed. And then on top of that, like my etude, I hadn't really been practicing that because I had already like learned it for other camps. And then it ended up being like one of the main ones they use. So yeah. we, had a, we had a conversation about responsibility on the way home from that camp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Moo, what about you? Other than getting COVID, uh, what did you do this summer? Uh, so like, uh, start the summer started off, uh, like I had a job lined up. So like, like I said earlier, this, uh, I just started my first year, uh, teching at Liberty university. And so for those proud, who don't know, so Liberty, proud of you, by the way, man. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. So like I've been teaching high school drum lines for the past three years at EC glass, uh, shout out Mr. Paulus, uh, Russ Paulus and Chris Fosna. Oh, but, um, Fosna. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, I've been doing that for a couple of years and I was in Liberty marching band for three years. And then they actually called me back and asked me to tech. So this year is my first year teching. And like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Before I keep talking, uh, Liberty university is still doing a marching band this uh, fall for those who don't know. Um, they're not actually performing. Yeah. They're not, uh, obviously like they're not, uh, Liberty's football team is allowing people on the field. So what they're doing is they're creating a video of their show each week. And like, as they keep learning stuff and then, uh, I guess they'll play it at halftime at the football games. Um, I, I don't. I quite. I haven't been there in a couple of weeks, obviously because of COVID. So I don't know like what's going on uh, within like the practice. Um, I can't wait to get back. But uh, yeah, I started a new job. That's that's that was my old summer. Nice, Charbel, Kira. What about you? Did you guys do anything fun? I know Kira bought a plant. She got a. a where's your finals plant? I, I bought many. I got. I bought more than one plant. Um, please hold. Okay. I guess we'll, uh, while you're grabbing plants, uh, well, oh, Charbel, what about you? What did you do this summer? Yeah, I, uh, I just graduated college, so I'm Yo, happy about that. Let's, let's, yeah. uh, get some, some pog chance thank in the you. chat for thank graduating you. college. Um, thank you. Yeah. So that, that was, that was good. Um, and yeah, I can't, I can't really complain. You know, like, obviously I lost, I lost out on some design jobs cause bands weren't doing stuff. Um, a lot of positions after college didn't go through because the economy's not great. But like, I, I can't complain about anything. My family's healthy. I'm healthy. We're all safe. So yeah, at the end of the day, it's 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 one of those things where I'm like, this is bigger than me. And I again, it's like you put yourself in those shoes of like people count on me. I I I, I work with programs, so you know, it's it's kind of like practicing what you preach. Um, and that's like the one thing. It's like you know, band is so such an adaptable activity. We we we've always had to kind of fight for our our place. Um, and this, this can't be any, any different, even though as, as extreme as COVID is, we just, we just adapt and be grateful for it. So I've never, never had a, a negative outlook on, on this. And I just continue to make every day, my best day, make every year, my best year. And, but it's, it's been going well so far. So I have nothing. Charbel, I'm really proud of you. I'm proud of you for getting the horn sergeant spot. You really deserve it, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. And you know, that's, that's just like one thing that we, I guess we, we teach to the cadets is like everyone you 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 will be able to go through and point every person in the horn line and every single one of them could be your horn sergeant um and that's that's just one of our philosophies but thank you very much i, I, I appreciate that Anytime. kara let's talk some plants uh you're gonna have to describe these plants because we do stream this on spotify apple music uh. anchor <laughs> google play uh what else we got gareth i think we yes. uh we we translate it to morse code and then um, I fire bass sounds on the ground so that people on the other side of the world can hear it too. So when you describe these plants, got to so be very seismic specific. waves. Seismic waves, and then I do seismic gravitational waves. waves. But anyway, Kira, uh, so what what kind of plants you got, and do they have fun names? Um, 
Some of them have names, other ones do not, because when I'm sad, I buy plants, and I have bought like seven plants in the past month, so that gives you a good indicator of my (laughs) mental health right now. So pretty equal plant-cat ratio. Yes, actually. Minecraft cats versus Yes, actually, I meant to mention earlier, there is a horse in the Minecraft world that we named Matt Horsewell after the visual caption head Matt Hartwell. Ooh. Wanted to put that out there. (laughs) Um, Yes, but I bought this plant finals day. I work in a grocery store and we have a little plant section, so I I bought one. I bought this on finals day because I was sad, and I was like, this is my age-out plant, and then I posted it in the age-out group hey, what should I name my plant? And Oh, it's a it's a bromeliad, so it looks kind of like a pineapple because they're related. And I tried to pick like an orangey one because that was the DCI 2020 color. It's more yellowy with like pink ends, but um, I named her Clara because Santa Clara Vanguard. I thought that was cute. Um, yeah, I bought a bunch of plants. That's kind of it. Um, I worked a lot this summer, more than I have in a long time, and I just felt like I didn't really have time to like recover um, kind of like emotionally just because you know working in a grocery store in a pandemic is not the most relaxing job out there. Dude, my wife works retail in a furniture store and she did like $80,000 one month. Like she came back. <laughs> I, I, I can't explain I'm not... why. It's just like she came in there. It's like I just sold. $20,000 for furniture in a day. I'm. She's probably going to come running in and start ranting about this, by the way. I so. can highly relate to that. Yeah. like That's yeah, right, because Joey works for one as well. Because the joke we had was like, people have been sitting on their couch at home and just go, I hate this. Time, yeah. to, get <laughs> time to get a new chair. And man, They're wearing out their, their furniture left and right. Uh, I don't know, man. This, um, is, this is just one of those. It's just been a weird year. It's also been like, um, I guess like we'll make this our last talking point and then we'll kind of move on from there and say goodnight to everybody so I can get some sleep so I can go teach people tomorrow. But like, I, I feel like this was, I'll, I'll take some advice from Charbel and I'm going to end on a positive note. I think like a lot of the bad stuff that 2020 gave us and we can kind of flirt with some conversations. That's probably the wrong word. Or like get close to some conversations and not talk about some things we're going to save those for other conversations and probably more for lights out for some of this stuff but we really had a time i feel like as a nation with in regards to um like racism and a lot of other things and stuff like that and like mental health um the way organizations are set up and the way a lot of things are there and we decided we're not doing this anymore um i think probably one of my favorite things i'm seeing is abusive teaching styles in drum corps are both um like really being called out and also self being called out that was the thing i was really interested about you got a lot of times people are very vocal about bad teaching techniques but then like i was also seeing people be like okay i actually need to stop doing this because i didn't realize i was doing blank and i feel like as angry and hateful as the country is right now because like there's no way to deny how divided we are and that sucks because like it just it sucks i really feel like and i just like for the last 10 minutes you want to talk about it i feel like as least in the education side of things we all just asked ourselves how can i be better at my job because i know i'm teaching kids that 
are either haven't eaten more than a meal a day for the past six months. Some of them I definitely know have been abused in situations and stuff like that. There's some kids that we just haven't seen yet this year. And that's just terrifying to know that we don't know where children are both for like trafficking reasons and just for abuse reasons. Like we're just being kinder. And I'm just so excited about that. I don't know how y'all have handled that stuff, but it's, the positivity like Charbel that I'm forcing on myself that like, no, I'm going to be better after this year. So like, how do you guys feel about all this stuff? Like just kind of, has there been anything that you've like sat at home and I guess like reflected on yourself that you wanted to change or got more vocal about some stuff? So like, what do you guys think about that? Um, For me, I know, you know, trying to look at it optimistically, uh, you know, being at home for the summer rather than being on tour, or like constantly at rehearsals and stuff like that um, has, you know, given me a lot of opportunity to just improve myself in a lot of ways. And like, uh, you know, I know it, it probably would have been a lot harder for me to start college um, if I had, uh, you know, had a season this year. I'm not saying, you know, I'm happy about it or anything because I definitely would have rather had, you know, made those memories and whatnot. But you know, just to be able to have a job all summer and, you know, just focus on my responsibilities and stuff like that. Um, a kind of big thing for me is that I'm going to be like moving in my own place in like a month. So, and I know that wouldn't have happened if I, uh, if I was, you know, on tour instead of working this summer. So I'm thankful for that. And uh, just being able to, you know, have time for other things. Hmm. Oh, to go off what Joey said, I actually, I actually just moved into my own place like oh, like three weeks ago. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, that happened to me this summer. That was another thing. With yeah. my actually with uh with my snare mate MJ. Shout out MJ yeah. Schreiber. So, mm-hmm. Where where is he right yeah. now? Is he in the house with you? Yeah, he is. He's in the room, other room actually. Yo, I, I you're in you're wearing headphones, so go get him. I want to see MJ. Oh yeah, I go get him. Sweet, <laughs> sweet. So I guess anybody else got anything like that? What like what did we learn this year? Like I think that's a big question of like what what are we taking from this summer like i i know gareth you seem like you have something i always like your input on this topic so like what what is like something you took away from the summer as mj is well, probably going to interrupt you halfway through but <laughs> that's all good well i i think uh definitely the lack of having shows and having the activity has really created a lot of space um for some really important conversations to happen um both on this podcast and otherwise um and i'll make room for <laughs> your friend i guess <laughs> uh you know he's he's not in there yet. okay um but also like even uh academically like I, I i just finished my um last quarters at u chicago and uh another college graduate um yeah Let's get some i feel like um chat. i feel like like my professors and instructors were really um, reconsidering like like what what are they what are the students getting out of this class um and how can i make this um class useful and approachable for um you know students that are going through it right now and maybe they have covid their families have covid uh their communities are um in trouble um or they're in different time zones and can't come to class um because it's at 4 a.m um, so I, I, I think it's really, um, created a lot of, a lot of space for conversations, but also created a lot of, uh, empathy for, for people, um, 
that you work with and that you teach. So this is uh, MJ. I can never get your last name right. Strider? Strider? Driver, close. Yeah. With a B instead of a D. Yeah, he, uh, he marched some Liberty Indoor. He's marched some surf. Uh, he's a cool dude. So how was, uh, how was your summer, MJ? Good or bad stuff happened? I mean, I'd say it's a mix of both. Honestly, like like with the whole quarantine and whatnot, I was able to, you know, stay at home and play some Warzone, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which has been cool. Too. But I mean, it's also, you know, it's also taken away some opportunities like uh, like a working full-time job and being able to go to class in person, you know? So, I mean, it's been a mix of both. Yeah. But I'd okay. say overall, pretty well. I mean, it's been pretty good. But if, you know, it's all good. You know, we uh, he, he's, from, uh, he's from Northern Virginia. And so he moved here to Lynchburg with me so hey nova squad yeah it's a good time we'll have to hang out socially distant at some point mj i miss you man i miss you too (laughs) um i guess we'll start wrapping up right now um i guess we'll go around we'll toss moo and mj will make their closing comments together um but uh i'll uh (laughs) i'll make my closing comments real quick which is just be nice to each other and be kind wear a mask for everyone around you and this has been a really bad year. Like that's that's not an understatement. That's not a political. That's just a fact. Like we're getting a lot of nasty things. Like the stuff that just came out of Georgia is just wild. And like I feel like every day I wake up to some new evil. And like as a Christian, it's just been rough having to stare at this much evil. I and I will admit my privilege in that situation as being a white male and not having to be, be exposed to that much. I'm trying to be as positive as I can as I can of just like trying to find out like what I can do. And I guess what I'm learning from this year is to just I've got kids that have lives I've never seen and I'm I've like without sounding too arrogant, thankfully I've never had to experience. But there's not gonna be a kid I'm not gonna go fight for it after this year. Just because there's so much going on like especially when it regards to like racism in classrooms both subconsciously and on purpose uh few situations i'm just i'm just trying to make myself more active and i I know i'm probably working a bit too hard because i'm terrified of my job it's a lot of responsibility in special education this year but that's what i'm taking from this that it's like there's people that have it a bazillion times worse than me I can't save them. I can't save their community, but I daggum sure can do all I can to do the best I can. Cause you know, black lives matter isn't a political statement. It's a fact of life. So I guess we'll just kind of go around the circle. I see here. So we'll pop, we'll go Kira, Charbel, uh, Muje, Gareth, and then end with Joey. So, uh, <laughs> so I guess Kira, we'll hop on with, I'll hop with you next. So I guess so what what are your closing uh, comments on uh twenty twenty with three months left? Hopefully nothing bad happens. Um I mean, I don't know. This year's a lot. I'm tired. <laughs> it's just the best way I can put it. I'm I'm tired, like emotionally. Like I my mental health was not great before this, and it's not much better. If anything, it's worse. But um, it's kind of like making me realize like, okay, like I can't keep going like, oh, other people have it worse and I don't want to take their spots in therapy. Like I, I can't do that anymore. Like I need to, I need to do something about this cause it's kind of holding me back and 
self-sabotaging myself kind of <laughs> those words didn't make sense but no I, um i get you <laughs> but it's like i haven't sorry zach don't come for me in the chat please he's my type <laughs> um i haven't picked up my horn it's my have my horn like sitting on my desk because it's if it's out it will remind me hey i need to practice but it's been like a month and a half and i haven't practiced at all and i know that's not good i am working on it but i'm i think i'm getting there where i'm like okay change needs to happen and i can't do this anymore which is you know positive i guess kind of sucks that i had to get this far but <laughs> you know better future and all that so i guess i'll leave some encouragement you care before we move on because i gave this advice to my wife because we're watching cora together um yes and, and um <laughs> i think my one of my favorite moments from that show is when um i won't okay i won't give too much spoiler what happens but end of season one <laughs> on a hill um it's it's like when we've hit our darkest point we can accept the greatest change and it's like I, I i get goosebumps from crying I love that moment. But, like, I feel like that's, you know, if I can give some advice to you, it's, like, it's, I always find it interesting that when we hit our lowest, that's when, like, the change we take is the most drastic. And we look back, we're like, holy crap, my life is so different now. So, you got this, Kira. I yeah. believe in you. Yeah, we're working on it. We got this. Sorry, Zach. Don't come for me. All right, let's go to Charbel. What about you, man? How, uh, any closing comments? Words of encouragement? Telling people to do assignments? What do you got? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the, the only thing I would say is, um, you know, something's only going to affect you as much as you let it affect you. Um, and that's that's something that you have control over. That's something you have a choice over. Um, but just like if you're a member of an organization or a drum corps, you have a responsibility not only to the, the, the membership, but also to the people who came before you and who are going to come after to uphold and do your part for the organization and leave it better than you found it, no matter what's happening. And the only thing I would say, if you're if you're an educator or you're a person in a position of leadership, make sure you understand the difference between being a teacher and being an educator, and never underestimate the, never underestimate your ability that you have to inspire and also influence those who look up to you. I mean, that's that to me is is a, is a big thing that we we often overlook. So yeah, COVID's bad and all this stuff and you know whatever. At the end of the day, it's it's like. You can't you can't dwell on it, and you just you just need to get over it and move forward. That's that's all I have. I like it. All right, let's go, Mujay. <laughs> Mujay. Uh, yeah. So like, uh, to everyone out there, COVID is real. Uh, I uh, I really? fell through it. Yeah, and uh, actually, I gave it to MJ. I'm not gonna lie. I gave it no. To MJ. And so like, uh, our house is currently you know in quarantine mode. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, it's at the end of quarantine mode. I will say, we yeah, we've definitely coming to the final stretch here. It's at the end of hardcore yeah. quarantine. Yeah, mode. we've uh, we're just still, waiting, we're still being safe. Definitely waiting on the uh, like the results. So, uh, but just like you know, just like wear, wear your mask uh, and protect the people around you. You know, mm. you know, a, a good example is like I I tested positive for COVID, but I you know I I was I was asymptomatic. So I, nothing really happened to me. I was fine. I just had a quarantine, but Moo had it really, really bad, you know? So people out there who don't, you know, who think it's a joke, it's, it's not like, 
it's not something that's going to affect them, you know, so they can choose not to wear a mask. Well, I mean, I just, I just think a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Think like, think about the person next to you. Like, like, if you like, yeah, cool. Like, you know, think however you want about the situation, but like, you know, just be respectful and mindful of the people around you who, who feel not as comfortable, comfortable about it as you do. All right, let's do, uh, let's, we'll do Joey. Then we'll close if Gareth, Joey, what do you got for closing comments? Um, I'll keep it short and I'm going to say this about drum corps, but it really applies to everything. Uh, don't look at, you know, the situation, everything that's going on as a reason to quit or to slack off. Look at it as an opportunity to do better and to work harder and, like drum corps will come back. Everything's going to come back. And, you know, I'm going to make it my goal to be better than, than I was when it, when it ended. I'm so proud of you, Joey. There's a, there's a lot of people in this chat. It's awesome to see like whether I've had an impact on someone like Joey, just been observing like Charbel. There's a lot of people in this chat. I'm like super proud of. And I just want to like, let you guys know that I love you guys. You guys okay. really, y'all really inspire me in various ways. Um, so Gareth, why don't you, uh, close this out and then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, first just to echo what Mujay were saying, uh, <laughs> wear your mask. Love that, dude. <laughs> 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 New apartment name or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, we gotta get like a neon light or something like in the living room. Says Mujay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we started song today. Yes. So tonight's um, episode, uh, my creativity has given us the platinum year. And Mujay, you're welcome, yeah. everybody. I yeah, wish I could share. Out. I Thank wish you. I could post this stuff in drum corps friends, but they just hate having fun and hate having friends. So you know, you really hate friendship for a yeah. group called drum corps friends. Uh, yeah, Bad topic. Bad topic. <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead, Gareth. And yeah, I just want to also give a shout out to uh, Kieran Cascades, who uh, at the beginning of the pandemic were making masks, right, with like old tarps. Yeah, well, kind of. So our old props uh we had the the big pink bands um we actually so they were elastic and we actually started cutting them up into strips and then mailed them out to people so they could make masks with them because there was that whole elastic shortage and the last update like on this was from like the end of march and we definitely sent out more since then or middle of april and we sent out over uh elastics for almost three thousand masks and like the people that like made them were from blue coats blue knights cadets crown colts crossman jersey surf music city pacific crest phantom scb and of course cascades so oh yeah yeah that's awesome yeah that's awesome um yeah so just i mean i guess going off of that uh um even though there's not a lot of hope right now and uh things are looking really bleak um you know there's a lot of communities coming together um and you know wearing your mask uh, for your community is a is a big thing um so you know look out for your for your communities um and also uh yeah i just wanted to respond to something that some other people were saying about like you know um getting better and like practicing all the time and stuff. Um, I think it's also important to forgive yourself for taking some time off. I know I've been, uh, been grinding at the the trumpet a lot over quarantine. Um, 
but also I've, I've taken a lot of days off and, um, a couple of days off and just, um, got to figure forgive yourself for that sometimes and, uh, and move on and then just keep, keep getting better. Um, and also, uh, like I said at the beginning, everybody got to vote. <laughs> it's not going to solve all our problems, but, um, you know, we gotta, we gotta do everything we can to, uh, turn this around and uh, make a better tomorrow um, so thank you all for coming on um, and hopefully the final months of 2020 will not bring us uh, any extra things that we need to talk about <laughs> fingers crossed Cheers. but uh, thank you all again and uh, good night and have a have a box five night and weekend bye everybody